It's a remarkable growth story based right here in Ottawa, an online platform that specializes in integrative health, and its CEO just won EY Entrepreneur of the Year, also CEO of the Year. Coming up in this episode of Techopia Live, we talk to Kyle Bratz from Fullscript. Welcome to Techopia Live. I'm Michael Kern from the Ottawa Business Journal. Techopia Live is a regular podcast from OBJ that's focused on the local tech sector. We take a look at the up and comers, also the established players, all with keeping you informed and connected. Uh, if you're watching on video today, you're noticing things are looking a little bit different. That's because we're at EY Wavespace at 99 Bank Street in the heart of downtown Ottawa. Also, I've got two people with me here today. I'm going to introduce them quickly. Here is Kevin Robson from EY, and also the CEO of the year for 2022, Kyle Bratz from Fullscript. Welcome to you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Kevin, you, you uh, shoot on the first question here. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Kyle. This is really exciting. Um, you know, you've had a big year, so why don't you tell us a little bit about Fullscript? Okay, yeah, you know, before I tell you about Fullscript, I think it's really important to kind of give you my perspective and our perspective on how we look at the healthcare system and really kind of outline a few of our beliefs. Right? And I think, you know, for us, healthcare should be preventative, it should be integrative. And what that means is it should incorporate nutrition, uh, exercise, lifestyle change, and, and supplements. Uh, we believe healthcare is a journey, right? It's not a point of time, it's not episodic, it's something that you're constantly uh, striving for wellness. And then we believe that that journey is best with a practitioner. And not just any practitioner, a practitioner who actually cares about that patient, who sees their patient as a human rather than just another number. And what we've done is we've built a platform to make it easy for practitioners who practice integrative medicine, who see their patients that way, to practice integrative care and made it easy for, for patients to consume integrative care. And we're really focused on just that care experience and delivering a software platform that, that makes that easy. And, and the reason is because of our, our fourth belief, right? We believe if we create great experiences, we can create great care outcomes. So that's the high level view of, of what Fullscript is, but, but ultimately it's a software platform that practitioners and patients interact with to, to deliver better integrative care. And Kyle, I just want to get into a couple of the numbers as we get into your growth story and what's happened over the last 12 months. Uh, can you give us a sense of the company from a employee size uh, client number and uh, potentially even a revenue range? Yeah, we're, we're about 900 uh, teammates uh, across North America with about 300 uh, or so in, in Ottawa and, and just over 300 across Canada. Um, when we look at the numbers of practitioners that we work with, we're, we're over 70,000 active practitioners um, and you know about 5 million plus patients actively using the platform. And that revenue number is getting, I, know, I appreciate your, your uh, private company. I forgot about that question. <laughs> so uh, give us a range on, on where you guys yeah, are Yeah, no, at. no, you know, we, we've gotten to a place now that we're over $600 million in annual revenues um, and continuing those, those, uh, those growth rates. Incredible. You've had uh, quite a phenomenal transform transformative year. This last 12 months has been uh, really impressive uh, for Fullscript, and you've touched on the numbers a little bit, but since that that moment, uh, November 2022, where the VC funding came in, what's happened? Can you talk to, talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I think you know, one of the, the opportunities when they came in was really looking at how can we accelerate our, 
our market position and the, you know, we looked at the, the industry we're in and there's just so many tailwinds and the way healthcare is evolving for us, it was like the time is now. And what is the quickest way to start to get to a place where we can make real impact and make real change in healthcare? And for us, we identified, you know, one of our, one of our biggest competitors, um, Emerson Ecologics, um, and we made the decision to try and target them as an, as a, as an acquisition opportunity. And, you know, for us going through that journey, the, the thing that most people don't see is actually they were our first distribution partner. And I actually remember, you know, being this small startup, you know, my, myself and, and Brad in my guest bedroom, um, you know, deciding, hey, we've got to go build this, this distribution agreement with someone in the U.S. if we're going to launch in the U.S. And I still remember when we signed that agreement and I called my parents and said, I can't believe it. We just signed a, an agreement with a hundred plus million dollar company because, you know, for us, that was a massive deal. So it all came full circle and we just saw an opportunity to increase our market leadership and get to a place where we can make even bigger impact. And, and really, you know, for us, the way we think about it is how do we build up the ecosystem, right? This is not just do a deal like this, get market leadership and own everything. For us, we really truly believe that we need to make integrative medicine medicine and that takes an ecosystem to do it. It means all of the practitioners that are out there, all of the patients, all of the suppliers, all of the partners that are going to make that, we need to be rowing together. Uh, right, so we, we kind of look at this as you know rising tides lifts all boats type of deal, and so you know we're in the middle of, of integration, which is a lot of work. But you know I think the the thesis we had for that acquisition is is proving uh, exactly kind of what we expected uh, moving forward. Your, your growth pattern has been uh, pretty phenomenal, we could say, and you're in hyper growth, but it's seemingly. Um, uh, deliberate and very intentional about your growth going back to M&A, right? So can you please speak to us on, you know, was that always a plan? Is M&A your, your future look to growth? Right. No, you know, I think there's still, like when we think about growth, obviously the organic growth and the opportunity in our market, there is still so much white space opportunity for us. So we, we continue to uh, invest aggressively in growing. You know, we're adding thousands of doctors a month organically to the platform. Um, you know, we, we are still a product-led growth company who is really focused on optimizing the entire customer journey and as I said, we are just scratching the surface when you think about 70,000 practitioners compared to millions across North America and, you know, if we ever, you know, decide that international expansion is, is, is the next part of our strategy, which I'm sure in the future it will be. So organic growth is, is the key, but for us, it was about how do you get, you know, to scale as quick as possible so that we can continue that innovative growth even faster. Um, so we, we were always a, a customer user experience company first, meaning let's build the best product, have the best customer support. And one of the missing pieces for us was in our model, practitioners prescribe and dispense professional grade supplements and nutraceuticals and someone else was distributing them. Right, so you lost a really strong connection point with the customer. And so we really made a conscious effort to say we needed to own that entire user experience. And so that was the first step in, in doing the deal with natural partners. Um, and then the next step for us was just the, the market scale to accelerate growth. You know, get all of the best practitioners on one platform and then get that flywheel moving quicker and quicker. Now, Fullscript has seen a ton of growth. How has Kyle Bratz seen growth? You once talked about that transition as an entrepreneur to a CEO entrepreneur. Can you speak to that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. I think one of the, the things that I always talk about at Fullscript is when you're growing this fast as a company, every single one of us has to grow even faster, right, as individuals. And I think one of the things that has always defined, at least how I, I look at things, I'm very curious. I, I'm always trying to get better and improve. 
And one of the most important things that I did over the last you know, few years was actually get an executive coach and really learn, um, you know, I always thought that my authentic self and being this raw, raw kind of um, personality was the right personality to always lead, but quickly realized that as this organism or this, this business gets bigger, it's so much more complex. And, you know, the, the ability to manage and lead is, you need to be even more deliberate and you need to learn how to be a better leader. So ultimately one of the most important things I did was work with this executive coach, uh, work with my, my teammates and leaders, hire really good peers, right? Like people who've been there, done that, that I can learn from. Um, and that's been a, a, big, uh, a big push for me in, 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 in getting better. But I, I think one of the, uh, the realities though is, is also just the, um, the, open, uh, the, the openness to realize that as you start to try and be an operating executive, you never want to lose that entrepreneurial spirit. Right, that founder mentality, that connection to the front lines, the connection to the customer, that insurgent mindset. So as you're growing and you're learning from other executives or from an executive coach, the most important thing you can do is still keep that entrepreneurial spirit. And it's, it's a weird balance that you sometimes feel like you're on this side of the pendulum and you got to bring it back to where you, know, you really are on the edge of entrepreneurship and operator all at once. I want to stay focused on you for a bit. I know, I know you're not I comfortable that, with yeah. that. But we'll talk about a different number, and it's, the number's 38, and that's your age. Uh, we've handed out the CEO of the Year Award uh, 23 other times. You're the 23rd recipient. Uh, those recipients tend to be in 50-plus range, 60-plus range in terms of age. Kyle, you're not even 40 yet. So y you've grown up in Ottawa. You went to school at Telfer. You graduated, worked in the local tech scene. I'm just wondering if you could reflect just on your age and whether or not there is a, a new generation of tech leaders that will succeed, you know, the Terry Matthews of the world or the, or the Kevin Fords or John Sicard. We hope Kevin and John are working in their jobs for a long time, but what, what's your perspective on whether there's another generation coming up in Ottawa? Yeah, those are, those are big shoes to fill. And, um, you know, look, I think when it comes to age, like it, it is a number and for me, I was lucky enough early, you know, while at the Telfer School of Management that I found my calling. I, I actually realized what I was passionate about and it was entrepreneurship. And what that meant was I just, it consumed my life. And honestly, like, honestly being a, a constant learner, someone who's curious, someone who's focused on just always trying to understand things a little bit better, I was able to just get into a, a place where I, I grew extremely fast. Um, and when I look at the entrepreneurs and the, the technical talent and the people who find the, their passion and take that perspective and, and dig down deep and, and just execute, I think there's a lot of leaders in Ottawa that you know, can follow in, in, you know, I hate saying my footsteps, but others' footsteps. Like I think there, there definitely is an, an ecosystem here. I think the, the biggest, you know, if I was going to reflect back on the really successful entrepreneurs that I've seen in Ottawa, the one kind of defining trait that I, I think is consistent with all of them is they actually get their, they, get head, they go heads down and really do the work, right? So there's, there's a, there is, you know, when you think about entrepreneurship, there's type, two types of entrepreneurs usually you see. You see the ones that are at all of the entrepreneurial events, their faces are everywhere and they want to be on the cover of OBJ. And then there's the, the entrepreneurs who literally 
have so much commitment to what they're building. They love the idea of creation. They, they want to be in the trenches with their team and they build. And I think the entrepreneurs that live that type of, you know, uh, showcase that type of behavior are the ones that are, are the next and future leaders in Ottawa. Are you optimistic about Ottawa from a technology sector? Do you ever think about this? I, 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 it's, not, it's not something I go home and think about, but I think as I reflect on the question, um, I'm very optimistic, right? I think when you think about the talent we have here, when you think about the success stories that continue to, to snowball, that's just going to continue, right? And I look at the, the Fullscript team, that company, is, our company is full of future leaders. It's full of future entrepreneurs. When, when I think about, you know, what, how I gauge my own success or, you know, when I look back and say, like, if I had a scorecard, what would make me the most proud? It would be being a platform for the next future entrepreneurs to come out of full script, right? And so I think, or, or whatever, you know, decision or whatever types of leaders we create out of full script. But to me, that's the most important thing. When I just look at our company alone and the people I work with and the, the greatness that I know is going to come out of, the, of, of full script, um, I, I'm extremely optimistic. Good. We're going to wrap up with this question. We're sitting here in WaveSpace uh, at EY. Uh, EY's motto, as you likely know, is building a better work world. So I want you to think about that. And what does that mean when you think of full script and that statement, building a better working world? Yeah, I mean, listen, one of the, the, when you have a mission of helping people get better and you know, this vision of making integrative medicine simply medicine, you have this purpose-driven organization. And everyone that comes into Fullscript truly, like we govern based on our core values. And just everyone is, is committed to not only helping our practitioners and our patients get better, but helping each other get better. But I think a lot of what, what I think about when, when that question's asked is kind of our perspective on leadership, right? And we, we talk often about leaders kind of live in the extremes. Right? And, and often these two extremes are things that seem maybe counterintuitive or, or don't you know, match up uh, or align. And for example, for us, like at Fullscript, the, the individuals that work at Fullscript, they're the best of the best. They care about outcomes. They, they strive for greatness. And you know, we're ruthless with respect to our ambition and, and trying to drive um, to a place where we help a lot of people get better. But at the same time, the other side of the extreme is we also see kindness as a competitive advantage, meaning that everything we build into, you know, every, the way we treat people as, as teammates, the way we treat our customers, it's with empathy. And so you can still have that strive for greatness and you don't need to lead with fear. You don't need to lead with that command and conquer type of mentality. You can still lead with kindness as a competitive advantage. Kyle, I want to thank you for being here with us and congratulate you on behalf of OBJ and EY, CEO of the Year, EY Entrepreneur of the Year. What a run. What a run. Thank you for having me. I'm pretty excited. And as always, like you mentioned at the start, I don't love you know, the recognition, but you know, when I reflected on this, um, you know, it really is just a testament to that team I described back at Fullscript, who are just full of rock stars, and I'm just proud to, to be able to work with, with all of them. Well, thanks, Kyle, and thank you, Kevin, for being my co-host today. Hope to see you soon on another episode. As we wrap up, we're going to take a look at some of the other great companies that support Techopia. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, building a better working world. Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies. Pearly Robertson, Hill & McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law. TD Bank, 
specialized programs for technology companies, the University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent, Callion, innovative solutions delivered with integrity. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can find Techopia at Techopia O-T-T. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. Thanks once again to Kyle Bratz from Fullscript for being with us here today. Also, Kevin Robson from EY. A reminder, the Best Auto Business Awards are coming up on Thursday, November 24th. That's when we'll be celebrating our CEO of the Year, Lifetime Achievement CFO, and many other awards. Check it out at bestottawabusiness.ca. And thank you for watching today. We hope that you're helping to build Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. Bye-bye.